to the Mission LHC podcast, where you'll hear real conversations with a married couple that are on a mission to help other couples as they learn to love, honor, and cherish each other in all stages of marriage. My name is Heath Yearwood. And I'm Amanda Yearwood. And thanks for joining us as we laugh together and share our story together in hopes that we can be an encouragement to you. Well, happy Thanksgiving and welcome back to a special recording uh, for this special day. Today is Thanksgiving. We've got full bellies. We're home. It's time to relax a little, but we wanted to spend a little time just reflecting back on everything Thanksgiving, how much we've been blessed and some of our favorite memories. Well, it's been a good day. Uh, I'm already thinking about the leftover meal that we will have, and it's afternoon that I've already had a couple of lunches today, so uh, (laughs) if you go to multiple family events, and like you talked about one time, we went to two uh, grandparents Mm -hmm. today, basically, or two families, your grandparents and then my aunt's house, since both of my grandparents are deceased. Yeah, and then we'll see the other side of my family tomorrow. Right. Well, and and saying that, so we had one at about 11 o'clock and one at 1 o'clock, so, uh, (laughs) you know, you you can't hurt people's feelings, so you have to just kind of space it out a little bit, eat again. And what's so hard about that? I go in fixing my plate with good intentions like I'm gonna do small portions you know because I know I'm gonna eat so much but by the time you get a little of everybody's dish that they brought it's this huge pile on your plate <laughs> right well and uh so I, I held off on my desserts to the second place that we went <laughs> so that that kind of helped me with that part but no really a good good meal we had all the traditional things that you can think of when you think of thanksgiving you think of uh, turkey and ham and of course y'all like the dressing and i'm not a big dressing fan but uh now turkey and ham which which is your choice. If you had to choose only one, which Ham. one would you Yeah, I knew you'd say that. Yeah. Now, see me, I'd be turkey. And I, I'm Do you here, like the white meat or dark meat? I like the white meat, and I like it really dry. Now, I know a lot of that, people don't like it dry. That's why I people like make really gravy dry. to go on it, because it's not supposed to be dry. <laughs> but I like super dry turkey. That's my favorite. <laughs> Well, again, we had a good time, and you know, uh, we were blessed at both places to be able to have a good turnout. I know a lot of people, you know, in the last year weren't able to do it as much. We had a kind of a limited thing that we did last year, but uh, I think everybody was really just wanting to be together, wanting to be with the families, and kind of one one of the prayers that went around a little bit was uh, to enjoy the time we have together with the relatives, and you know, uh, we all know people that we've lost since, uh, I guess, the last Thanksgiving or whatever that's, that's with COVID and different things going on. So, you know, right, don't take anything for granted is the biggest thing I can say. That's true. But it really was so nice to see everybody today. And we didn't get to see everyone. I mean, it's, it's hard, you know, when the family gets so extended and so big lining up a time that will work for everybody so there were still some cousins we didn't get to see but uh goodness it was nice seeing everybody well and you know uh that's one of the things i think as when you were a little kid you know you had your aunts and uncles that were all there together because that was their parents house 
well then you got to play with all your cousins but what starts happening the more everybody starts having their own families Mm -hmm. they're split in that many more directions so it's kind of like a pyramid as it keeps working its way out so you don't get to see the people because people have to swap up and I'll go to your families for Thanksgiving we'll go to mine for Christmas different things like that so I didn't really hardly get to see a lot of my cousins I saw part of them but not a lot of them and uh, when I think back on Thanksgiving that's one of the biggest memories that I have in my life is the playing with the cousins in the mm. the yard and those kind of things but uh, we'll talk about that in in a little bit but you know when we think about it we talked about the food today and whether it was corn or whether it was uh the turkey and ham and stuff and you know I used to teach history and and one thing that we look back on the uh first Thanksgiving was in 1621 there was about 50 pilgrims involved and about uh, 90 Indians, and I'd really like to pronounce the name, but I'd mess it up there, of the tribe. <laughs> but uh, they, there's a lot of dispute about whether they were actually invited, were they supposed to be together, or was this a warring tribe that came in on them? Because the pilgrims supposedly had been raiding their land and everything for several days. They came in, and this was up in Massachusetts. And one of the biggest things that happened in that time, when you think about, if you've you know watched anything, the Cape Cod area and all up in that that region, it you know when we think about meals, we're thinking about turkey and ham, but there was no turkey on the menu at the time. And so what did they eat? Well, the, the biggest the the meats and stuff they had was venison, duck, goose, oysters, and lobster, eel, and fish. And so I would have been in trouble. Now, the venison I probably could have had, maybe (laughs) duck and goose, but not oysters, lobsters, eel, or fish. (laughs) Well, you know, I bet if we lived back in that time, you might have had a better uh, variety of foods you would have eaten. I would have figured out a way to have created a potato <laughs> chip, even though the potatoes weren't here yet. Uh, you would have figured we were, out a way to buy a plain hamburger. Plain hamburger. <laughs> yes. We'll just mustard and ketchup. There was probably you know. no kids' menu back then. <laughs> no. But uh, that, that's kind of neat when you think about it. In a lot of places in the country, you know, I see people eat different things. You know, their dressing's different. Uh, there's oh, yeah. Like some people do stuffing. Stuffing, some yes. And dressing. ours mostly around here is going to be your corn cornbread corn dressing. dressing which i'll have to say like i feel so grown up i feel like such an adult that now one of my menu items at each holiday is i do the dressing like i feel so grown up <laughs> well I, I, I mean you know i guess since you're 25 it's good that yes. you did that now <laughs> you know but well i've got a cousin uh trevor that this week he made my my grandmother's dressing while we were down there and he made it and then i saw today that he made two more batches of it and i said so this is probably not good that's three batches he's made in one week uh, <laughs> and uh, so we start thinking about that but uh you took your grandmother's uh oh yeah dressing my, my recipe that i have for my grandmother which i'm thankful i did this probably it's probably been 10 or 15 years ago I went to her house early and watched her make it and tried to write down how she would make it. 
So, like, my recipe is just really a list of ingredients. There are no measurements. Well, yeah, because when you talked to her, it was a wamp of this, and it was something of that. It was the words that you don't really understand, yeah. but, and she didn't and she measure saying, anything. Or you can put this in there or that, or just whatever you have, just whatever you want to put in there. So, that's kind of how a lot of people, I heard other people talking about their stories about cooking and things, and there was a lot of stuff that was like that where the the experts kind of just had a feel for it when they would make stuff and it would go around and you know we said that as we did this we were going to talk a little bit about on facebook we had several of you that responded to different things that you do and i think one good tradition candace Beatty had talked about miss Beatty is a teacher at our school they go around the table and uh, each person tells what they're most thankful for and their favorite memory of the year and i told her I, you know i believe that's a great way to put things in perspective that's really cool yeah and, you know, because a lot of times it's like if, if we don't verbalize the things that we're thankful for, if we don't say it, a lot of times we kind of get to thinking maybe this year has been bad. But when you look mm. back at the th- stuff that you have, it gives you a whole different perspective with it. It's easy to dwell on the bad things because those are the things that are heaviest on our mind. But sometimes we have to think a little harder to think of the good things. But I'm, I'm just imagining, envisioning if we apply this principle to our family gathering so for my side of the family i think that would work maybe because for the most part we're around the table having a conversation but for your family i don't know we're in 800 locations in different rooms outside (laughs) in different places but uh yeah it it's funny how each family is different the personalities of the families are so different um you know but again i think our family is just enjoy the being together and it's the fun times that you know talk about looking back at some of the memories that we had at the yearwoods where i that was one of my uh, grandparents the yearwoods we would always um we would end up uh playing like they the adults would sit around we would eat one meal and hang around a little longer and eat again and you remember covering it up with covering the sheet, it up like with the, the sheet. whole table and everybody wasn't in a rush yeah. it seemed as much and we would end up sometimes the adults of course they'd drink several pots of coffee and it never seemed to fail at our at the yearwood sometimes they ended up in a rook game or something mm. that was always going on but, yeah we used to do some of that too which when the kids were little we started playing uno which i'm sure the adults decided to do that so we could be a part of it the kids could be a part of it well one of the favorite things that the yearwoods we would also do is there was enough cousins that we played football in the yard and sometimes the uncles would be out there with us and they would play and uh, you know everybody would uh, i'm sure we smelled like old dogs out there (laughs) playing and sweaty and coming in and grass stain all over us i remember but those are some of the memories that we have. I just have a really funny memory. <laughs> so, like, my family, I don't remember us playing football in the yard or anything. Now, we used Y'all to- were probably <laughs> working math problems, knowing your family or something. <laughs> we, I remember playing in the leaves and stuff, but thinking about football and thinking about being at my grandparents' house, I remember one time they had a goat. <laughs> and I remember getting my uncle's football helmet and button heads with the goat. That's what happened to her, everybody. You can see it. It's nothing to do with me. She was headbutting a goat. <laughs> Too bad we didn't have video cameras of that. That would be a nice one that was going on at that point. 
the other side of my family was the Hales, and and we would usually go there. That's my mom's family, and uh, they lived in town. Of course, me and there was about three cousins there that that would play and do stuff, but it was a little more subdued than the the yearwoods. Mm-hmm. But we always had a good time together, and the kids ended up playing and and same kind of stuff. A lot of times out in the yard and everything. Now, one of my favorite memories after we married at your grandparents, uh, Nanny and Granddad Buell's, was uh, the Thanksgiving that. Um, the question came up about the dressing. <laughs> yeah, my my grandmother Hale. You can probably tell this story a little bit better, but you know, in the latter years, a little bit, uh, we shared on one of our episodes about how the the grandparents, most of them, had came through the depression years and. You, they didn't throw anything away because you might need that plastic container. You might need, like you used to laugh, there used to be a little bitty Gatorade containers. Oh, yeah. Like, she kept freezing some stuff in the freezer out on the carport. And we couldn't figure out what it was because it was just, like, the tiniest amount in those little tiny Gatorade containers. And I think we finally decided it was gravy, leftover gravy she was freezing. So they saved everything or whatever with that. And somebody, would, so they had all the food that was out. And a lot of people would bring everything. And This was probably one of the last times we got together at her house, I guess. Yeah. They were getting older, yeah. And so you share the story. So I remember, like, all right, you remember in Nanny and Granddad's house, there was the living room and the kitchen and then the formal dining room. Mm-hmm. So the grown-ups, you know, the grown-up table was the formal dining room on the other side of the wall. But we were in the living room at a table, and it was you and I and uh, the cousins and Uncle T. He sat at the table with us. Uncle T is, yeah. is deceased also. My mom and my Uncle Don, all three of them, and my grandparents. So I've lost that whole side of the family, and that's why I talked about my cousin Trevor, why it was important for me to go see him this week. That's really my only connection. My, my cousin Heather uh, lives out of state. So does my cousin uh, Derek. He lives out of state, and my Aunt Verna. Uh, she lives out of state uh, in Colorado with Heather and uh, or beside her and um, so I don't really get to see them a whole lot so just seeing that so alright finish the story yeah so I remember sitting in the living room at the card table which interestingly enough you know we have that card table now yeah. and we use it still quite often but I remember sitting at the card table and we're eating and the question came up of who made the dressing and I remember Nanny saying Heather made the dressing and we looked at Heather and Heather said I didn't make the dressing I made dressing last year <laughs> so she had frozen it <laughs> yeah and, and uh, well and, and people said it tasted okay so maybe she knew something we didn't know <laughs> That's why I don't eat dressing. See, that was a I, that was the reason. And you promised you were going to try it today. Well, you didn't promise, I, but you said you were going to. Well, try I it. forgot that uh, I forgot about it. So maybe a, another time. Well, what's some of the memories that you have? Anything that you can think of when you think about you know Thanksgiving? About Thanksgiving, the main thing I think about is the morning and being excited to watch the macy's thanksgiving day parade on television that was a staple i mean we had to watch the parade um and then today on your post i noticed that your aunt Jeannie, who grew up in new york her post was that 
her memory was of actually going to the parade, which is mind-boggling to me because, you know, we just got to watch it on TV, but she actually got to experience it firsthand all those years, which is really kind of cool. And one of the staples that always happens on Thanksgiving is to have that traditional family photo, right? <laughs> Yeah, and in some places it's easier, but there are family when there's so many yearwoods scattered in a hundred directions, it's hard to get everybody out there for it. But like even today, I, I laughed at your family trying to get photos, and it's amazing when people's organizing that and everything. And then now seeing our kids hate photos. They at this point, but you know, and it is a great time of year because the leaves are beautiful. Um, all the oranges and yellows, that's really my favorite look. And uh, one thing that we didn't talk about any, you know, watching TV shows and different things, that I have a memory of a Thanksgiving TV show, and you probably know what it is. What, what do you, when you think of a Thanksgiving TV show, what do you think of? Well, TV on Thanksgiving, of course, I think about the parade, but I think about uh, Charlie Brown. That's, I think about watching Rudolph that night, you know, the night of Thanksgiving, Frosty the Snowman, all those things start coming well, on. Well, Thanksgiving used to be, you celebrated Thanksgiving before you celebrated Christmas. But I remember Charlie Brown, and I guess it tells you a little bit about my personality. The whole thing that I love on Charlie Brown is when they end up pulling the ball when they, he tries to kick it and they end up pulling the ball and making a miss. That's my favorite thing about the whole movie. I don't even know really the whole meaning behind it and all that kind of stuff, but I just think about that. But, um, you know, so that's a, that's a good memory, but you talk about the Rudolph and all them, and I used to think those were the best cartoons oh, in yeah. the world. And that just really got you in the mood for Christmas. And so, like, traditionally... I've been a Christmas tree up after the day after Thanksgiving, which a lot of people go Black Friday shopping, but I hate shopping. Well, you're a great shopper now. <laughs> you know how people wake up in the middle of the night to go shopping on Black Friday and all that? My wife is a trooper. I mean, she will shop like crazy. If you come in there, it may be 7 in the morning, and she's already <laughs> on the computer. <laughs> She's already on the computer shopping online. Yes, and, uh, the now, internet was such a great invention. <laughs> now, the only worry about that now is Santa Claus may not be able to get presents here this year if you've waited this long to be able to get that with all the the backups of everywhere. Yeah, that's true. But our kids are old enough they won't care. <laughs> no, they don't. But um, that stands out. And the other thing that I was thinking about today, which is kind of odd, but it really kind of stands out, and it kind of fits with today even, it seems like Thanksgiving is always a little cooler than Christmas, and it seems like it always rains on Thanksgiving. But I remember um, lots of times riding home from my grandparents' house in the evening, um, as a kid, and I remember falling asleep in the back seat and, you know, laying my head up against the window and it being cold and watching the rain on the window. And, of course, those were the years, too, that, uh, you know, you pretend to be asleep so Dad will carry you in the house. <laughs> yeah, that, those are good <laughs> Does anybody memories. else do that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Well, you know, when I think of Thanksgiving, of course, again, I was always involved in sports, whether I was uh, playing or whether I was coaching. So a lot of our years as I got older, 
I either had to leave to go to tournaments. We always played at Hansville in the Thanksgiving tournament. That's where West Point always played when I was playing. And one of my best memories is the we had had a Thanksgiving meal. I don't know if it was on Thanksgiving Day or what, but in 1985 when the Iron Bowl took place, Alabama and Auburn was playing, and I had a TV that was probably no bigger than your phone. And at the time, you didn't really have a whole lot of them like that and everything. And it was a battery. You could plug it into the car. And I remember putting it on the top of my car. I, it was in 1985, so I was probably a 10th grader. And I had <laughs> Now, it, when you said 1985, just flashback to Back to the Future. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I have the, I'm envisioning you as Michael J. Fox. <laughs> well, basically, I was almost there. But I ended up having that little bitty TV sitting on the top of my car. We were supposed to all leave to go to Hansville to watch the ball game. Well, you had Alabama and Auburn people both watching that little TV, and we couldn't get great reception because it's got a little antenna, and we're trying to move it around. And we're all... You needed the flux capacitor. We needed the flux That's right. We would, it would come in handy. Well, we're all looking over each other's shoulder, trying to watch that on top of my car, the little TV that we've got out there, and trying to keep the reception going. When Van Tiffen hits that field goal, of course, the Alabama fans, we were all excited. Auburn fans were crazy. Little did we know that years later, I would have the opposite feeling when Auburn has the kick six, and I'm sitting there watching it. <laughs> And so that's one of my big memories that I have about it was watching that game, and that was the Thanksgiving tournament. And then coaching, I always we had trouble doing well when I was coaching. Our kids seemed like they had a uh, hangover. Like maybe they ate a three thousand calorie meal right before they played basketball. Yeah, we were looking at some facts on that, and, it's, and you read one that the average meal is about three thousand calories, and I read one the average number of calories consumed in a day on Thanksgiving is about forty five hundred. <laughs> well, I, that makes sense because I guess I ate two meals almost at lunch, and I'm still wanting. Some supper tonight but um you know when we think of that i think about being a kid watching the detroit lions and them always playing they were always bad but watching their game on tv and uh i did re- do a little research the first game that was played was in 1876 that was between yale and princeton it was a college game the first pro game didn't happen until 1920 and, you know, you mentioned the parade. I remember watching the parade as a kid, and I think it was very important because you only had about six stations total, and that always came on. And you and as a kid, you loved to see the cartoon characters and the different things that they would put on, and it was a big spectacle. But I'd have to admit, I haven't watched the parade in a long time, even though Alabama's band was on it today, and we've got a student that's in it. And um, we, I, I didn't watch it, but uh, it used to be a big deal. Yeah, and, those giant balloons, those were just so amazing to look at. I can't imagine what they look like up close. Maybe, uh, you know, when we were talking to Jeannie about that, uh, your aunt, maybe that needs to be a bucket list thing. Well, she said it is a bucket list for her. I, I kidded her. I said, I think that that's something you need to take your grandkids. And she said that's a, on her bucket list. But she's starting to run into the problems. Their ages are so far apart from each other uh, yeah. that some will be in sports and some will be just old enough to start doing something. So to get them all, 
uh, on that one. Another uh, person that posted something that we asked about was uh, Jen Thompson. And again, she's one of our teachers. And her, her favorite Thanksgiving memory was uh, nine years ago. Uh, tomorrow they had eaten at her grandmother's house, uh, her mama Betty, and they came home to put the tree up at around 2 a.m. She had to go to the hospital, and that's where she had Trey uh, born that morning at 8 a.m. So Aww, turkey baby. Turkey baby. And so... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his birthday, some years it comes out on Thanksgiving Day, and it happened to be that this mm-hmm. year. And so, uh, you know, they were very thankful for that. So th- that was a blessing. My mom always tells me she had to eat uh, Thanksgiving meal in the hospital. I was born uh, near Thanksgiving as well. So, you know, the, yeah, I remember I'm talking about that one. Uh, another memory, uh, another teacher that we have, Becky uh, Drummond. Her daughter, Sarah Brooke, was born on Thanksgiving Day. So that's Aww. neat that an- yeah. another uh, turkey Sweet. baby. Mm-hmm. And again, of course, Jeannie Marie was talking about the parade and how they would go and, and be able to do that. So uh, Abby Campbell talked about just uh, you know the memories they had seeing family and different things and then she had a brother named Willard and, and it's kind of neat that they were looking at some of the stuff in their house and they found a, a Bible that my mom and dad and I had given Willard and it had it written in there so that's a good memory to re- remember my mom on Thanksgiving and uh, then I had one guy and I won't call his name he talked about <laughs> one of the biggest memories he had said not oh, all he probably wouldn't care yeah great <laughs> <laughs> Gregory, and we'll say, since you said he won't care, but he talks about not all memories were good. He he remembered, he said that his grandpa always made the dressing, and he put a lot, and he capitalized a lot of sage in it. His senior year in high school, they were playing in a ball tournament, and he had eaten lunch at his house, and, and then later that, they played in the Holly Pond tournament. And I think Greg went to Vinemont, and so they played out in the Holly Pond Thanksgiving tournament, one of the oldest tournaments in the uh uh, state and while playing in the game he said the sage hit him so he had to run to the dressing room he didn't even have time to call time out or anything he knew he just had to, he just left the court and he had to go to the uh he said he did make it though off the court and everything but uh you know he he did mention he said but today he'd love to have his grandpa there to make the dressing and i think yeah that's what i wish that i could go back and enjoying so today i did sit down with your grandparents a little bit and talk to them and some of the stories and things that they remember and you know for a lot of them growing up a lot of times times were rough and their thanksgivings really weren't extravagant like ours they had food or they had a meal but it wasn't completely like everything you know well you think about dressing in and of itself i mean have you looked at my recipe of dressing that my grandma or it's basically everything you had left over so it's like leftover biscuits it's a pan of cornbread it's um my grandmother sometimes she uses loaf bread or hamburger buns you know just whatever you have to mush it all together and uh, so i'm sure that that original recipe came from okay here's what we got what can we make out of it It, and and um so it is a lot of the combinations of everything a lot of bread yeah and bread didn't cost a whole lot of money people could come up with biscuits or cornbread or something that we go through but you know those are some of the memories that we have and something to think about and you know i encourage you even it's not too late even though thanksgiving's probably happened for most of you when you hear this there may be other days 
Try to get the memories. Try to video some of the your grandparents talking, telling some of those stories. Those are things I can't get back, and I wished I had those. I wish I had those memories. Uh, I would love to see my mother again. I'd love to see my grandparents again. I'd love to see Granddad Buell with that alligator cookie jar one more time. <laughs> yeah, we had a, a cookie <laughs> jar at the the their house that somebody had given them or whatever. And then he took it to the nursing home with him. He loved it. Yeah, he would show it to the kids and it was you would open the alligator mouth and it would say mm, these cookies it sure, sure taste, taste good, good. <laughs> and kids all knew it too and they wanted to but he would just laugh and clap his hands you remember how he would always clap yeah so, yeah but you know those kind of memories would be great so if you've got the relatives you need to find out and i encouraged you know when we were talking to the kids and stuff we need to make sure if you haven't done your family trees, you need to find out because just talking with your parents or grandparents today, you know, I found out I think your grandmother had like six siblings, I think five mm-hmm. sisters and a brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did find out that I think the that your side of the family is going to live a lot longer than mine. <laughs> my, my people are all deceased, most of them. But Amanda's, her grandmother... Uh, um, well... My grandmother on my dad's side, she's 93, and her, well, let me back up and say it this way. So, Blake, our oldest son, who's now 24, when he was a baby, so when he was about a year old, I still had two two of my great-grandparents when he was a baby, I still have now, I still have three of my four grandparents, Um, and I had several of my great-grandparents up until almost right before I married you, so yeah. And so a lot of them are either in their 80s or 90s, or Mm -hmm. some's even, you know, pushing a little bit, so it's great to have that, and... uh, you know, but but again, you enjoy the time that you have with your family, and those are some special moments. And you know, and then again, the way we like to close everything out a little bit is the family and all those things are great, but we need to make sure that we give the Lord thanks. And Absolutely. you know, I was looking up some Thanksgiving scripture, and it's amazing how many scriptures that talks about. And so, like, I'm gonna read you a few of them, Chronicles. 1634 uh 1st Chronicles 1634 says give thanks to the Lord for he is good his love endures forever and you know i think everything that we have we need to remember that god provides it for us and he, you know his love endures forever that i'm glad he that even when i was unlovable that he loved me and you know i'm thankful for that and then here's another one, uh, Colossians 3.15, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace, and be thankful. You know, and the, a lot of times out there, a lot of people right now is going through a lot of rough times and a lot of things going on. And I, if you have that going on, I hope that this season that you feel thanks, uh, you're thankful to God, even in the, the rough times. And we, that was one thing Amanda and I talked about it's easy when you're going through good times to kind of forget about God when you're on top of a mountain. And you shared the other day in that scripture, the Jairus song, mm-hmm. and it had something in there that was kind of like that. That Oh, yeah, the line about um, I couldn't let you down because I wasn't holding you up. I mean, that's, right. that, that's not exactly the lyric, but, I mean, just the idea of, 
you know, God doesn't need me to hold him up. So, you know. Yeah. And, and you know, so we are going to be in the, the top of mountains at times in our life, and we're going to be in the, the valleys. And that's why your friends, your family, the, the support system that you have, we should be there for each other because I might be on top of the mountain this week, but you might be in a valley, but you know what's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to be going down on the other side at some point, and you're going to be coming up. And if we have a, a connection between us, but a lot of times we fail to have that connection with God. And uh, the last scripture I have is 1 Timothy 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 4 and 5. For everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is uh, consecrated by the word of God in prayer. But, you know, a lot of times, again, we take for granted and we don't thank him for everything. And so during this time, family and everything is very important, but we need to realize who the creator is and who's provided that. And I'll say, closing out, I'm thankful for you uh, being the wife that you are, supporting for everything that I do, even like this. I know this isn't your cup of tea, your writing is, but uh, (laughs) I'm thankful for her. She... Even supported me this month with a a whole month of telling me something she's thankful for. Yeah, I started to add one today. I was thinking, uh, you know, that that last few feet between the laundry room door and the laundry basket. Hey, at least I make it that direction. So if I, if I, I mean, if like, I, what is it? Is it like a force field? Of it's a force field. I can't open that door. So she, <laughs> what she's talking about, I leave some of my dirty clothes outside the laundry door, and she wants me to make sure to open it. Hey, but a lot of people don't even carry their laundry; they leave it laying around. I at least carry it back to that location. Yes, that's true. So, I, I really don't have room to talk because I do have a pile of clean laundry right now in the bedroom floor. But. uh well, again, everyone, uh, thankful for my my kids, the, my family that I was able to see today. It was good. Our kids came home from uh, where they live and everything. And now it's weird. Our kids come home to visit now. They have homes where they live. and uh, But it's good to see them. And, uh, it feels very different when they come home just to visit. I t- you know, I told them today I almost assigned them a, f- a food to bring, like paper products or yeah rolls or something like that drinks because you know with and when you're in your 20s those are the things you can be responsible for it is well look today's episode wasn't a a great entertaining episode if nothing else it it i want to have it to act as a challenge to you to talk with someone and tell them things that you're thankful for if you can see your family see them and try to record some of the messages and the stories and different things video them if possible because you're going to look back and you're going to have times that you wish you could see them and again, uh, tell those loved ones how much you're thankful for them because they may not be here next year. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed a, another week or whatever it is. But enjoy the time we have together. And again, we look forward to having some of you on here and telling your stories. So I do appreciate it. And uh, I hope that all of y'all will have a great Thanksgiving season leading into Christmas. But more importantly, uh, just make sure that you keep God first. <laughs>